We live in a time in history where cultural influence and pressure is almost impossible to ignore. From the things that we're seeing on our Facebook feeds to what we're watching on TV to what we're listening to on the radio and sometimes even the conversations that we're having with our friends and family, we're often told how to feel and act and think and what to believe in from celebrities and influencers who you know don't even personally know us. But as Christians, how can we be in the world but not of the world and live out our faith when everyone around us is calling us uneducated, stupid, and sometimes even a bigot just for believing what the Bible says. So I want to talk about that. Welcome to the Verse Culture Podcast. What's going on? I'm Evan Groover, and I'll be your host here on the Verse Culture Podcast. I'm so glad that you tuned in. We have a lot of really good things that we want to cover. Now, the first question that you might be asking yourself is, what exactly is Verse Culture? Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. Really, it it comes down to two main points of view. Verse Culture. First, the first part of it is focused on Bible verse culture. So think V-E-R-S-E. Right, The Bible is the handbook for living and should really replace any other standard we had prior to being born again. So one of the main focuses of verse culture is to look at the Bible and see how we can be applying some of the major principles and and life examples that Jesus gave us in our day-to-day, really how we should be living our lives. The second part of it is related to being against something. So think New York Yankees versus Boston Red Sox. We often have to live counter to culture and exclude ourselves from certain movements or fads that are popular because it's, it's counter to what we believe the Bible is telling us. So there's that competition component to the Christian life, right? The world is competing for our attention, and ultimately Satan's competing for our soul. So we have to be ready to compete. We have to be ready to offer alternative. We have to be ready to go against what some of the major cultural fads and cultural pressures, and sometimes even peer pressure, is telling us that we need to believe or some way that we need to feel or some way that we need to act. And ultimately, our mission is to attempt to examine many of today's current events and cultural influences and phenomena through biblical lens. You know, some of the things like popular music, some of the TV shows that we watch, some of the major movies, all of those different things, and especially current events. When different things are happening in our country, I know right now I'm recording this, we're going through the COVID-19 pandemic, we're going through the, the lockdowns and the quarantines. How can we, as Christians, live that faith out amidst the current event, amidst the problem, to really be able to show the love, the light of Jesus Christ that's living within us? So you might be asking yourself, you know, why is this important? Well, I think this in but not of idea is good. I think it covers a lot of what it is that we're trying to do, especially when you consider the scripture Philippians 3, 20 to 21. Now, if you are if you don't have that memorized, and I'm sure you don't, I'm going to go ahead and read it for you. I read out of the English Standard Version, the ESV, so feel free to follow along, Philippians 3, 20 to 21. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. You know, we realize that when we accept Jesus and we're born again into his family, we become citizens of heaven. We're not from this world. 
But God has put us in this world to to show who he is, to represent him, to, to help convert people to his family and eternal life with him in heaven. And I think John 17, 14 to 19 is another good example. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they may be sanctified in truth. If you pay attention to what that verse is saying, it's basically Jesus, you know, praying and saying, I'm not asking you to take my followers, my children out of this world, but I'm commissioning them to go into the world to show truth, to help people understand what the true God, who the true God is, what, what the true meaning of life is, and that, you know, we would be strong in that, that we would be prepared to live out that calling on our lives. The world's going to hate us because we don't give ourselves to our worldly desires. And I think that's something, and we're going to talk about that down the road for sure, but I think that's something that we all have to remember, that in oftentimes in, 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 living counter to culture, people are going to look at us funny. They're going to think we're weird. They're going to think we're strange. We do things that they don't understand because it's not a part of their culture. It's not a part of their vocabulary. You know, but we are, we were sent into this world. You know, being sent implies we have a mission. Would God have just sent us into this world so that we could all hang out together in the church, in our youth group, in our small groups? I don't think so. You know, the Great Commission tells us to go and make disciples of all nations, of all people. And I think it's important that we take that seriously. And the only way that we can really do that is by giving ourselves an opportunity to show that we're different by sometimes living counter to the culture. So really, what can you expect? Well, I think that you're going to find a lot of commentary on current events, like I already mentioned. We want to talk about cultural fads, music that's popular, artists that are popular, different things that we're seeing that they're doing and that they're saying, but also a variety of other biblically related articles. You know, we want to try to help you understand the word, understand the things that your pastor's saying, understand articles that you're reading, because even within our own faith, there are a variety of people who I believe are leading our brothers and sisters astray bad theology, you know, selfish theology. We have this consumeristic mentality in Christianity these days that I only want to go to, you know, the church with the worship with the fog machine, whatever that may be. And not that saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, we just need to be very careful because the Bible even tells us the day is going to come when people only want their ears tickled. They only want to follow people who are saying the things that they want to hear. And so it's up to us to be able to decipher those things, to be able to combat those things, to speak out against those things in boldness and courage because we know what the Bible actually says and what Jesus was actually trying to accomplish here on this earth. So I'm really excited that you're that you're coming along on this journey with me. Um, this is episode number one. We'll have up episode two up next week. So where can you find us? Well, you can find us online at www.verseculture.com. That's V-E-R-S-E culture.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash verse culture or on Instagram at verse underscore culture. Well, guys, that's all I got for now. Just remember... You're in the world, but not of the world. Have a great week.